God of the universe, maker of the stars, who am I? Welcome back, everybody, to Life on Purpose. We're glad to have you all join us this week. And uh, since you're joining us, perhaps you can join us in just a little bit of uh, righteous jealousy uh, for <laughs> Mike Clayton for where he is right now. Um, Mike, where are you? You shall not covet. You shall not covet right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'm sitting right now on the fifth floor of the Lev Yerushalayim Hotel, uh, it's out that window mm. right there. <laughs> you can't see anything. <laughs> worst backdrop, most beautiful city in the world. And uh, I've got the worst backdrop there is. So, But uh, I got in yesterday. Uh, today is tomorrow for you guys. So yeah, you're, in the, you're in the future. In, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm already in. Yeah. Um, Love for the future. So uh, uh, I got in about uh, 2 o'clock jump the uh, the train from Yerushalayim up to Modi'in and or from Tel Aviv uh Ben Gurion up to Modi'in and then to Jerusalem mm-hmm. got checked in uh and and bulleted out of the hotel I'm right at, for anybody that's, that's been here or uh you want to take a map I'm right at the top of Ben Yehuda Street at mm-hmm. the Lev Yerushalayim Hotel uh wonderful people They've been yeah. uh, friends for for a while, and they've they they've just been so good to me, to uh, to give me a, a very special deal uh, since I'm coming over here to to as as Isaiah 40 says, comfort oh comfort my people. So I uh, ran down to Ben Yehuda Street uh, to see a few friends uh, that I've I've known for a long time, and I, I got I got to surprise them, which was wonderful. Nice. Uh, Even to better. just walk in. Yeah, to uh, for Yuri Uri uh, owns the Shekelim uh, T-shirt shop, and he's also been with uh, training IDF soldiers in the past. He's now off off of his reserves, uh, but I, I got to meet a wonderful young man. Uh, I've known his his dad now for actually I've known his dad longer than he's been alive, and um, his dad I was I was on a WhatsApp uh, message about a. Oh, a month and a half ago, and he said, "Please pray for my son. Uh, he's he's in in Gaza, Gaza." And so I didn't didn't even know his name. And so for a month and a half, I've been praying for him, and I got to meet him last night. Uh, he's he's back off of uh, duty for just a few days. Goes back on Thursday. I won't give his. I can't give names or, or a lot of details online, of course. But uh, I got to I got to spend a little time with him. And just tell him of the people that are praying for him. They're praying for his units. They're praying for the IDF. And uh, guys, you just you just cannot believe the the, the countenance of his face just lit up. Um, he said he said Mike, thank you so much. And he said you strengthen us. And please tell the people that uh, we feel their prayers. We feel them. And uh, so. You know, we can't be over here in, in battle. They wouldn't want me. They might want Ryan Cribs or David over here with a, uh, with a, 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 a Tavor, but uh, they, they probably, they probably wouldn't want to drag me around. Oh, uh, so, you know, you get to that place in life, it's called the metallic age where you have golden teeth, lead in your uh, backside and uh, silver in your hair. <laughs> so we uh yeah. they uh they, they wouldn't want me there but uh you know we can stand with them in prayer and uh, and we're doing That's that right. and so amen i've already i've already got some appointments uh things that i i i, I don't like when people say this so i, I hesitate but there, there's things happening already less than about less than 12 hours in the land and uh things are already happening that are far beyond anything that i could have ever imagined so uh yeah and we want to we want to uh, mention the reason daniel's not here is because mm-hmm. uh, catesby's been very sick for a few days so he's uh yeah. he's he's ministering to his wife which is by the way gentlemen your mm-hmm. first ministry yeah that's correct i'd say this uh whatever's been going around it uh it's it's nasty 
and it doesn't like to let go at all. Oh, it's yeah, pretty I bad. Because I, um, I think even the last time we were talking, you were just just either on the other side of it, or it was just start. I think it was just starting for you. Was the last time I was we right, talked. Yeah, I was. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Start. I, there was no reason I should have been on, on doing that stuff. I'm just yeah. totally crazy. I guess I don't know. No. But it, sure it, so from last time because then we weren't able to make it last week and for those who did listen last week you explained how kind of in the same vein of us talking about convictions you also started feeling convicted about something and now you are there because you felt wait a minute like right like from listening to last time when you guys were holding it down it sounded like you were like you know what gotta make this happen do you want to briefly just tell just briefly what was that like led you to do that with your conviction like that was really cool oh my i mean it's unexplainable david um Mm -hmm. you know i was sitting next to a couple of people on the airplane and we we said nothing except for the last 30 minutes in (laughs) and uh finally this lady (laughs) sitting over the window I said, uh, so have you been to Israel before? And I said, this is my 33rd time. And she's like, what? And uh, she's uh, uh, from Tel Aviv. Uh, I don't know much about her, but I got to, to talk with her. And she was just like, well, I can't believe this. And then the girl next to me is 15 years old. First time she was flying. And uh, she's like, I, I just never have heard anything like this. But uh, I, I can't explain my love for this land. Uh, other than it's just a gift it is a gift that the father has given me but uh, sometimes gifts have costs and uh, (laughs) part of that cost is you cry a lot Um, I've been uh, I've I've been my eyes have been leaking a lot since I've been here that's why they look Mm -hmm. that's not just the jet lag but that's why they're they're uh, they're pretty bloodshot I guess Uh um the to to walk around to see the soldiers uh Mm -hmm. to hear the stories already the things that i've been told uh just in the few hours i've been here uh it's 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 rough it's it's rough but the the people of israel are strong uh i it took me a week to get here i got to the airport last week on tuesday flight was delayed out of atlanta and i could not get another flight i had to go back home and so I, I didn't, it took me a week to get a plane ticket to get here, but I was committed. Uh, maybe some people say I should be committed, but uh, I was committed to being here and uh, to just walking these streets and to uh, to comfort people in whatever way I can. And I'm nothing, guys. I, I'm, I mean, not, I, I say that not, not in a false humility, but who am I? Who am mm-hmm. I? I'm, 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 I'm nobody, but um, I'm just here, and that's all I can do. It's like when our first, some of our first episodes we ever had, it was, uh, I love the, the question you would pose to the room would be, so who wants to be used by God? And wait for everybody to be <laughs> trapped into raising their hands and go, that's the last time, because God doesn't yeah. use you like other people use yeah. you. He flows through you, a conduit. Yeah. It's a mm-hmm. it's a means of that, and understanding that you're not to be used. You are literally a conduit moving through. Yeah. I absolutely love, I think that that was something of the videos you shared, the one where you're walking down the ramp in, in the airport. Wow. That was unbelievable. All the photos of the, as you're walking down, like, oh my gosh, that would, if that wouldn't put the reality in perspective, because we, you hear it on the news here. And that's why I think the biggest thing I feel like is I cannot imagine the difference from here. Of course, you were probably more connected than most of the context you have, the people you could talk to. And then when you actually get over there, it probably still wasn't what you were probably truly expecting. And then no. now you're in the midst of some a uh, nation that is going to war yeah. because some other a group of barbaric people, if we can call them people, decided to yeah. do something over a hundred days ago. Yeah. And uh, when I noticed now at first I didn't notice the hostage. And for those that don't know what we're talking about, you can go to my Facebook site and you mm-hmm. can follow me there. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm posting videos. I've already put up three. They're like three minutes. And then uh, in the evening, I got in last night and I took some random pictures. And um, I'm putting those videos, and that's also on my uh, my YouTube, my Vimeo channel. And 
excuse me, and onto my Facebook, and uh, I, people can share those. But I, 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 I don't know if you could tell, but my voice was right on the edge of cracking. I, I was, I was just, oh yeah, I was a wreck. I was a wreck walking down that 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 entryway into the, and, and there's nobody here. I mean, there's there's it, it's like mm-hmm. Ben Gurion's almost like a ghost. You know what it's like. Uh, it's almost a ghost town. I sat on the uh-huh. train coming up here, and there was like three people on the tram with oh, me. What's gosh. funny is that this mm-hmm. Ryan, I'll, I'll give it to you here as soon as I get done with this. Uh, I'm right, sitting, you're there, good. You're sitting there patiently, <laughs> but uh, I get on the train and I'm I'm sitting there. I had to make a, a, a change on the train, and um, as I'm I'm sitting there, I looked up, and this this young girl that that was sitting next to me is with her friend who had come to get her at the airport and they had caught the wrong train and had to switch to the train that I was on. And so I, I got to, to spend a little bit more time with her and her friend. And, and, uh, and she looked, she, I mean, here, here is, okay. A 15 year old. Okay. I'm, I'm older than that. And uh, I, I, she saw me and she looked at her friend and said, this is the man I was telling you about. Hmm. It's, it's weird. It's wow. weird, right? Interesting. Oh wow! Uh, how, how to segue off that one? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we had, you know, in kind of speaking about the topics for this week. Uh, the text you sent out, I think, sums it up. And you said, uh, "Does conviction drive passion, or does passion drive conviction? Yeah. And why are people bothered by both?" <laughs> <laughs> oh man, there's too many things you could talk about so, that. I was going to say, Dave, I'm, I'd like maybe you to, to take this one first because, or maybe you then, Mike, because I'm going to throw a wrench in the works. Oh, oh boy. Oh, oh man. Oh. Of course. You can't be he's doing that all the time poem. now. <laughs> oh, man. You know, you, you know, David, I was thinking he's more scriptural than us because he always comes with a song and a hymn and a. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, you would just normally find me in the back of the pocket in the pew because it's the little hymnal book, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm about to say with like that point because the last time we all, all, all four of us yakking together, when we were all four yakking together talking, really got onto a topic about conviction and what that means and being driven by conviction and uh and to to the point that you made mike about what you just read ryan the passion plays a big part in that because a lot of times when you're so deeply convicted passion flows from that you're passionate about something just like people can be jealous as much as they want. Like, Oh, I want to, I wanted to go back to land. I want to go back to land. Like Mike's like, yeah, uh, it was last minute. It was, but there was so many confirmations that I had to do it from last, like last episode, please. If you haven't listened to go back and listen to last episode, because it was pretty awesome. The story of how it transpired where Mike had to, I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm going. So like, that's how the Holy spirit works where you just go, okay, this is how it has to be. And that passion will lead you, even though a stumbling block can come in your way and say, nope, you can't go yet. And you go, well, I'm going to go. I don't care, even if it, it doesn't matter. Like, no, okay, I can't go right now. That's fine. I'll go next week. Or I'll go a couple of days later. I'll figure it out. There's some way or another, I'm going. That's something that isn't really talked about because a lot of times we, uh, especially in a Western mindset, we get to a place where as soon as we see opposition, we go, well, Satan's blocking me. I can't do this. And I, I'm done. Oh, I quit. Yeah. And oh, that's yeah. a bad thing. Don't it, it's, yes. Can the Holy spirit convict you to stop doing something that you're has, can your passion get you so far ahead that then you run out of the Holy spirit's uh, protection to then where God has to go. Okay. Now, appreciate it like kind of like what uh what was it peter when he struck the soldier on the Ooh. on the ear and god was like whoa 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 like our messiah went whoa whoa whoa, whoa. chill relax yeah. nope yeah. that that's not what's supposed to happen yeah. and then healed him immediately so like in the rebuke was nope that wasn't supposed to happen and you can't do that and the passion would drive you so much it can lead you to make mistakes and can lead you to say some bad things um, in his situation. If we, we don't have time to go through that whole story, mm-hmm. but that's a good point to bring up. If you've read that story, that's something we can definitely be concerned about as we get convicted through scripture, we get this truth. And then 
we're so passionate about our conviction, but then we definitely see that even though we are standing on what we believe to be a pillar of truth, in fact, we quite don't understand the the ramifications for every single little thing, especially what other people might go through when we're trying to uh, uh, what would be the best way of saying this to try to get someone else to be as passionate as we are because we just want them to express see how passionate we are and how we're so into this and why don't you be a part of this but we have no idea what they're going through and that's something that we have to always be considered about because we can easily trample something underfoot and not nurture it to bring forth a genuine passion you know what i was thinking about when you were talking about peter uh cutting off the ear um you know even our he's able to even take our, our wrongly directed passion and bring a miracle out of it, which is really kind of cool. <laughs> hey, man, you know, that's so cool. Uh, you know, Peter's like that, you know, he jumps out of the boat and everybody's like, Hey, dumb, dumb, you sunk. Yeah. But he's the only one that got back in the boat wet. Okay. The rest of them were dry. <laughs> so, you know, are you doing yeah. things that are making you wet? You might, you're going to fail at times, but uh, I guess it, you know, I don't know, Ryan, you know, I'm going to let you do the, 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 the wrench in here with passion and commitment but uh or conviction i think the two are the, the same coin really um and both go go hand in hand uh it, it really drives me to the place of asking the question and, and i've done this for a long time is what i'm passionate about worth being passionate about mm -hmm. you know we're gonna have i guess i guess they're playing some uh some game somewhere um, 22 guys that don't need exercise being watched by millions who, who do need exercise. Uh, and, and with a pagan, probably a pagan halftime show. And uh, then they'll come back out and chase a piece of pigskin back and forth, which isn't even kosher. I know it's not pigskin anymore. Okay. People, it's not really pigskin. No, it really, um, you know, and, and people will jump up and down and scream for that. Uh, and, and pay 50 bucks for a bag, a bag of popcorn. But uh, when you talk about things of God, sometimes it's like, well, I can't be, you know, I don't want to go over the edge. Um, you know, I don't, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to whatever. Uh, are, are we really passionate about the right thing? Okay, so mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm going to step out here because I'm really anxious to hear what Ryan has to say. <laughs> I love his wrenches. He's got the greatest wrenches for the toolbox. All right, we'll we'll see if y'all like this one then. So I, I like how you put you said that, Mike. Uh, that passion and conviction are both sides, or two sides of the same coin. Yeah. So I'm going to um, throw out that maybe the coin needs to be thrown out altogether. Ooh. What if neither of them are correct? Okay. And I'm going to turn to scripture for this one. We're going to go to John uh, chapter 14, verse 15. If you love me, uh, obey my commandments. Yeah. <laughs> so perhaps it first should start with love. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I got that. <laughs> okay. I, I yeah. So the reason for our passion because if right. it's if it's if it's led by love. Okay, if it's if mm -hmm. I mean this lady I was talking to on the airplane, you know, she's like, but why? And I I just pointed I just did this with my heart and I went, I, I just because I said I can't explain it. But mm -hmm. I have this, I have this love. And wouldn't you, you know, if you're, you know, you guys are married. I mean, um, you know, our, our wives expect us to be passionate about that love. Mm -hmm. But if our passion, and, and, and this is a, this is, this is a mature audience, I hope. Uh, if not grow up. Um, <laughs> if you're, if your passion is about yourself. Mm that's going to make a really bad marriage. In fact, it's probably going to make a non-marriage. Mm -hmm. But if we come yes. into our, uh, into a marriage or relationship uh, with, with someone or with, with God and with the things that he's passionate about, but we're, we're doing so out of love is, is that maybe not going to keep us from 
from making those mistakes in the end that, as David said a couple of weeks ago, you know, or, or I think both of you did talk about this, that those things start to hurt people because mm-hmm. our passion is not based on love, it's based upon <laughs> my own needs, right? Or my own wants. Right. And where do we see that then? Because we look in like Corinthians where uh, Paul's talking and saying, I can be all this, but without love, it means nothing. Exactly. Yeah. I could do all these things. I could literally do this, 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 this. I think uh, one, just as I was pulling the verse up, if I gave everything I owe to the poor and even get, go to the stake to be burned as a martyr, but I don't love, I've gotten nowhere. Well, he, he said, uh, he says, I've become wow. like a clanging symbol. And I'm going to, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to throw <laughs> one here. He, uh, the, the, uh, the modern day version of that is, um, is if, if I have not love, I'm going to sound like Gabe did when he started to play drums originally. It wasn't as great as it is now. Okay. Right. Exactly. I'm talking about he, the guy's an amazing drummer today. Yes. He didn't exactly. start that way. I remember oh Tony gosh. looking at him going, what, what? are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's how we uh, started. Welcome, That's the grace. That's that yes. grace part of God is that when you first get convicted by truth, there's a grace period of God going, hey, yeah, so yeah, you didn't know, yeah, or now you become awakened to it over generations, this has been lost, and now you're awake to this idea of knowing, like, let's take the just the whole truth of the Bible, the whole Bible, not just a parts of it. Guess what? There's a grace period. You got God's like, yeah, now I'm going to have you learn mm-hmm. and graciously go through and experience mm-hmm. things from people, and for some reason, it becomes so this idea then that we can have to either belittle or go after others and just forget about that love yeah. thing because yeah. we're so deeply convicted and it's we're standing on truth it's like whoa hold up grace is i, I think that if we were to look at our messiah and like how peter lashed out quickly and a lot of people could would have could have said hey what he did was right he he should have lashed out like that and people Ooh. can make arguments for it but guess what god was like no the bigger picture you don't understand my ways are not your ways. I think that's, I interjected that, but that's something that God has said that his Mm -hmm. ways are higher than our ways. We have to continue constantly submit, even though we can get so excited about a new truth. We have to say, how can this make the most fruit? How can I make Mm -hmm. the most? I think that was the, uh, some of the other episodes Mm -hmm. while back about Mm -hmm. cultivating Mm -hmm. that garden for others. So that something that we find absolutely deeply convicted in, that it can be shared so that it can grow in someone else because we know it to be true, but sometimes we can't mm-hmm. see that happen because we are, the presentation isn't going to be able to bed itself yeah. in that soil. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh man, <laughs> I hear you right there. Yeah. Wow. Uh, okay, Ryan. So you threw the wrench in. Give us a little bit more commentary on it. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts? Absolutely. So first, I wanted to back up and say, so let, let's let's look at this love thing for a second, because that's that's the part where the comma is. It goes, if you love me, comma, obey yeah. my commandments, right? Yeah. So the prerequisite is that we love God, right? Mm-hmm. So then let's. Yeah. I heard this put so beautifully. In order for us to maybe truly love God, maybe we need to get an understanding of how much He loves us. Mm. So the exercise this guy put forth was. You know, God loves in this in such a way that he would give his only begotten son, right? Yeah. That would give his life, lay down his life for you. So he was like, think back at your your worst moment, the moment in your life that you wish you could take back, that you, you want people maybe to forget. Uh, a moment maybe where you would think to yourself like, how could I be so mean? You know, almost like you were in an out-of-body experience, like watching yourself going, like, I am so disappointed in, right? God already saw that and then offered redemption and love to repair it and for it. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> now with that understanding, keep his commandments. Mm-hmm. With that level, with that depth of love, keep his commandments. And then it goes on. And, and uh, Dave, you said this because it, you talked about leading into truth. Watch mm-hmm. the order here. I've never looked at it this way until now. If you love me, obey my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate 
who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads you into all truth. Wow. So the prerequisite of truth is love. Wow. I guess if I could preach on that. It's oh a, man, what a sermon that would be. It's a roadmap. <laughs> yeah. What a theme for revive. Hmm. Mm. So there you go. okay, Ryan. And here's here's another aspect of this is that the word there keep. Okay, if we go back and uh, wow, I need it. Oh, sitting in an airplane <laughs> all day. And, <laughs> yes, you know, sir. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and I got a squeaky chair. Um, the word for for keep. If we go back to Hebrew, which uh, of course you know Yeshua would have been speaking Hebrew, not English, mm-hmm. uh, is is shakar. Is the word guard. So guard my commandments. All right. Now, mm-hmm. if we take that into the context of what's happening here in the land, these these young men and women, uh, and and women serve in in combat here. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you don't want to mess with the gals. All right. I'll go up again. You know, I'd rather, I'd rather take the guys than the gals on this one. These gals are, oh, yeah, you're the old, uh, the, the old joke, your mama wore combat boots. It ain't a joke here. All right. Uh, she did. But um, it's, you know, the, the word shakar is, is to guard. And uh, these young men and women are going out and they're guarding. Uh, I'm going to be in communities later in which they have 24-7 guards that are walking around. Uh, when you're guarding something, you're putting down your life for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so are we taking the commandments to the level of guarding them, not just obeying them, but guarding them um, in such a way that it actually it puts my life my desires, my dreams, my goals, it, it puts me in a subservient place to him. Mm-hmm, okay, exactly. Give you an idea of this, this thing of, you know, laying down your life for your friends. Uh, a guy, a friend I was talking to uh, last night, like I said, so much has happened in such a short amount of time. <laughs> we um, forgive you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. October 7th happened. And they, mm-hmm. they called the reserves up, you know, and everybody here, you know, the whole, the whole country's on reserve really almost. And so, um, he was, he used to be IDF, uh, did, as I think I said, a little, some training for pre IDF, uh, number of things. So he has a lot of context still. And, uh, they, they sent these reservists down to the border and they got there and figured out that there's no ammunition. And it's like, wait a minute, something's wrong. You know, we have guns, but we don't have ammunition. And so he went to some of his contacts, found ammunition, uh, grenades and and things like that, put him in his own car. And I mean, you don't just go to your local Army Navy surplus store in in Jerusalem and buy, you know, stuff like this. It's very highly controlled. Uh, He put it in his own car and drove it down to where these reservists were. And he said, Mike, the whole time I'm thinking, you know, if I pack those grenades wrong, I'm in trouble. Um, <laughs> but he was willing to put his own life at risk for someone else to be able to guard mm-hmm. and to preserve life. Mm-hmm. Oh, that guarding, he was willing to guard himself for love and he was willing to sacrifice himself to do something yeah. that was risky. Yeah, if yeah. he didn't pack the grenades right, something could happen if someone decides to pull out in front of them because i imagine that people are still not as great of drivers over there as they are over here <laughs> someone could just pull out in front and just go i wanted to i love that idea of love is looking at oh, yeah. is guarding i love it's that amazing. idea so then i'm looking at now today how many times have we seen convictions either be shattered because of what other people did and then we have to try to reconcile it versus, and I'll explain it this way. A lot of times with lack of love, we, I think if those who are listening, if, if you've never had to go through a congregational split or go through issues oh. where uh, people got involved and emotions got involved and things happened, it's an ugly, nasty thing, or yeah. heaven forbid you dealt with divorce. Like 
it's a nasty business when all that kind yeah. of stuff starts happening and a lack of love starts to infiltrate and then just destroy so much. That guarding aspect is also then to that idea to hold on to guarding because you can't just then immediately assume that people will not love you. You have to guard that within yourself, knowing where you are with God. You can't tr rely on people to have to tell you that because, again, we are fickle people. We can be stiff-necked. God tells us this over and over again how much Ooh. our human nature gets in the way, how much we can just mess things up. And that's where we've talked about tonight that submissive thing is so important. How to stay submitted to the, to the, to the Father and through his Holy Spirit, being convicted on those things because – I can't tell you how many times I've seen going through that lack of love can just destroy something to the point of, and then you wonder if it destroys even your faith, did you really, were you really that convicted? It's meant to test you when things and those trials come. And Paul then tells us to be joyful yes. when these trials come. Mm -hmm. Why does he say that? Because I think he's got that idea of that guarding aspect. We are to consider it all joy when these trials come about us, when all this stuff happens, because that's showing how deep that conviction truly lies, how truly, how deep the roots truly are in into the mm -hmm. soil and how much they're getting that nourishment, that water. And it says a tree planted by water, right? A rice verse like a tree planted by the water, mm -hmm. springs of living water. And that's something we ought to all ascribe to be and not to be upset when things happen. If it does, it does. That's okay. Because what's the opposite of that? A hard, stiff-necked, mm. uh, a hard heart, which we are right now in the poor portion mm. of, of season of understanding. Yeah. Like, well, why did Bear not let them go? Oh, yeah. there's, there's a lot more to that too. Yeah. So yeah. like those things, keeping yourself guarded and protected and knowing your identity, because we talked about this in the very, very first episodes of Life on Purpose. Your identity is with God, period. You're a child of a king. Don't ever forget that. Yeah. So let, let's, let's think about this. I'll spring it off of what you just said, David, and I'll go for. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give a first one. I'll do something I normally don't give you guys, to, uh, <laughs> and that is time to, to think about something. <laughs> normally, just throw it out. You know? yeah. yeah, you do that. It's uh, okay. We forgive you. So if 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 Ryan's right, and I'm I'm thinking he's spot on on this one. Mm -hmm. uh, that our convictions and passions should be led by love, then what are other things that can lead our passions and, and convictions, mm. but yet cause harm? And I'm thinking, first of all, power, control. Mm -hmm. um, if, a, if a man in a relationship uh, is, is passionate about something, but he's doing so in order to control his wife, Mm. to control his family then uh that's not going to work out well i'm thinking about um if my if my convictions and my passion are uh so that i can manipulate someone into in into my own uh desires i'll give you an, give an example like this that uh you know people when i come to israel uh people um, that even people in the messianic <laughs> Hebrew roots movement, okay, yeah. they're like, "Well, yeah. you're going to you're going to witness to the Jews, right?" No, <laughs> no, I'm just going to love, okay. Mm -hmm. um, you know what does that mean? It, it means okay, I you know I, I'm going to go over and show some love and and support, but <laughs> look what's behind my back. Um, I've got some strings attached, you know. I, I'm not over here with a fishing rod with a worm on the other end of it. Uh, I'm just here to love and whatever the father does with that. But if, if I, you know, I can use, I can use my passion, which, uh, you know, I, I, I've been known to have some, uh, <laughs> I can use my convictions. I've been known to have some, but I can use that for manipulation with other people, you know, mm -hmm. when it goes to emotion, uh, Ryan, your, your thoughts there. And then David will give you no. So as you were talking, I was thinking about um, you know I would say that the first order of business when it comes to love would be sacrifice. Yeah. 
we actually see it with um, with Abraham when he makes when God makes his covenant with him, right? Where I mean, the very beginning of everything that you know, if we want to build a foundation on what we believe, the first thing he has him do is make a sacrifice, mm-hmm. and then he has to guard it. Yeah, and he could have said, "All right, well." Um, you know, speaking of things that would would prevent the 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 showing of love or keep you from that walk, you mentioned power. Uh, I would say greed. Ooh, well, if wow. if if God loves me, why is he why is he making me give up all of this? Yeah. Why is he making me lay this down? You know, we're not we're not told at the time maybe what that sacrifice cost. Yeah. Abram, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, greed. Okay, okay. David, oh, what's your, your thought there? I I think it's, I want to run with the idea of if you're not doing it to love someone, but you have ulterior motives behind it, it is for the purpose of control, whether it's greed through, yeah. I would say, even controlling those so that it's given <laughs> Uh, either through manipulation, uh, coercion, whatever words we can throw in there, that control aspect, that's a big, what's so sad is that you've seen it in so many places, not just within, within our movement, within Christianity, within other, you see it. It's this temptation. I think that's, I love that you brought it back to the garden, right? That's so cool that Mm -hmm. The tree of life, and it was to be guarded. And then what happened? Something was let in. The yeah. snake was the came in basically. Like the 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 um the master manipulator showed yeah. up. Yeah. And now what do we see in home fellowships, congregations? To understand if you are a, a leader, if you are anybody that goes in there. Be on guard. Be ready for those that try to come in to usurp, to control, to take away. Because that's you when you have that much love. A lot of times, it either attracts those who want love because they've been used and abused all their life. You see it. You see it when these fellowships, communities, congregations, and churches, when they really embody those principles of that love, that idea that you've just brought up, Ryan, you see this influx of people coming in and then you can see, as I have so many places I've seen where then the enemy will try to come in through those avenues, through manipulation, mm-hmm. through all these things to try to take over power because just like sheep, they could be desperate. They could be wanting, like they could stray off, run away. Fly, like just like he says, you leave the nine nine to go for the one. I want to use that example as when sheep are gathered together, the enemy's looking for that one that's straying out to try to grab a hold of, or to try to go in and be uh, like God says. He how much he can he despises those that are shepherds, that are wolves underneath the shepherd. Or, yeah. Sorry if I'm messing up the line, but that idea that's how the enemy likes to try to come in and take that. And just like in the very beginning. The Garden mm-hmm. of Eden, the enemy was there to try to usurp that because he knew that the number one rule, guard this. And so he attacks yeah. that. He'll go in there uh, using uh, doubt mm-hmm. is so powerful to then lose your identity. And what do we see in our world today? How much it wants to attack your identity. It wants to attack even just your own humanity, your own human identity. It wants to attack that so bad. Why is that? It's because it's an attack on the enemy. So if yeah. he can, if if the enemy can get that, if he can take that over, then he's won. He's got a way to get in because then you're not guarding it anymore. Now it's open, and then shattering all that stuff can start happening. Of where you <laughs> where your love grows cold, and what is he, what does God say that these end times will bring a, a love will grow cold? Yeah. Wow. Like that's, you know, and the thing is, it says, and, and people's love will grow cold because of distancing themselves from the Torah is what is the actual translation there. Distancing themselves from the Torah, which runs right back to what you said, Ryan, mm-hmm. about, you know, our, uh, our the, it's love is, is driving 
this I mean, we can talk about Ephesus and a few other places. So uh, maybe maybe what we need to do is go to a, some programs uh, in coming weeks on on how do we find our passion? How does the person find their passion? Um, you know, because I, I can tell you that I was a lot older than you guys before I ever figured out what my passion was. Right. Yeah. The, gotcha. the, the earlier you can find, the earlier in life you can find your passion and it be a, a good one, a righteous one. Okay. It's not like, you know, I mean, you can be, have passion about, I hit, you know, level, you know, 1,562 on, you know, on, on who's it game. Uh, you know that that ain't going to pay me bills and that's that's you know in the end that's not going to be on your tombstone probably um <laughs> if it is you really got a problem but uh you know maybe maybe we need to do a program some programming that's... on on finding our passion and what's worth being passionate about yeah mm -hmm. well, the reason this hit me so much is i i have to be honest i had started to you I, as i was walking Torah, if you will, I had started to realize in myself that maybe I was forgetting my first love, uh, which mm -hmm. was, you know, being in love with the Father and with Messiah and what they had done for me and how much they yeah. had loved me first. Wow. And I hear that so often, you know, as we would travel around and meet people, people would say, I just, I love the Torah. But it, it's almost, they would say it in a, maybe a, a way of like, I really love this book. Well, do you know the author? No. Hey. Oh, man. <laughs> kind of like looking at your wife and saying, Brooke, I just love our marriage contract. Yes, that ketubah, <laughs> I just, every time I see it, I melt. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, shut up. <laughs> yeah. <it> was... <laughs> yeah you know it i think you've got to it says the torah is his heart yeah literally literally if we look at the first letter and the last letter of the torah it is the word lev yes which i'm in the lev yerushalayim which yes. is the heart of jerusalem how, yeah, how I mean, fitting, it's, right it's, yeah, you gotta rub that uh, in again right. oh. i know yeah <laughs> but how can you love the heart of somebody without loving them wow Great, Otherwise, great you've stuff. just performed an autopsy. <laughs> it's so oh bad. no, he's oh. gone there. Oh man, that's that's what. Oh, I'm sorry you said that. <laughs> now it's hard for me to go with my thought here. There's a bigger uh, wrench. Yeah, yeah, oh, we're running out of man. time. <laughs> I, I know we are running out. That, but that point right there, are you are you running an autopsy? Because how are you using the contract that God gave us to draw near to Him, or only to study for its only its legal purposes, which have a ton of information, they have a ton of uh, insights into. But if you only limit yourself to only understanding the legal ramifications and only see it for what the book was just by law, I think you're actually doing yourself a disservice because you're not actually using that as experience to go, well, how does God want to be approached? How does that like, let, let's look at the deeper questions. What is, it says this is a tree of life. But I, it seems too many times that people like to look at it as the book of good and evil, and they want to look at it just for the good, and then yeah. then go, well, that's yeah. evil, and that's what they're doing, and then and then they're doing this, and they're not looking as a book of life because then if you ask those questions to the Holy Spirit to God, it brings those that that deeper level of understanding how many times have you heard that person that you trust and i hope that each and every one of you listening has a leader has a like we talked about this about elders a while back we really really hope that you have someone that can mentor you in this because man going in this blindly you gotta stick with the holy spirit because yeah. if you don't oh man it's yeah. really gonna be rough because just like ryan was bringing up you can go visit some places and if they've only looked at this from well this contracted the contract of the Torah is the only thing that we look at and then go, wow, it could be some of the most dead places. It can be. It's it's like but it's like we have the living word. What where, where is this yeah. deadness coming from? Mm -hmm. Where? And that that's why that little zinger Ryan said at the very end that that oh. autopsy. Oh man. I felt so we, that. So we, <laughs> yeah. So 
So we turn the Torah into a cadaver that we study. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. There's another program. Yeah, about to say that's that's a lead into. Well, yeah, stay program. tuned. I don't know where that came yeah. from, but yeah. Yeah, Ooh. welcome back, Daniel. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There we'll you go. Daniel yeah. in on that singer right oh, there. Oh yeah, yeah. Ooh. So, uh, hey, quick closing words because I, I I tell you my my um, okay, this is the last sip of my uh, hydrate <laughs> drink here. About to say uh, what what time is it I, over there, Mike? For those who are it, not aware of it uh, is uh, it is two twenty in the morning. You're welcome. Ooh, yeah. Yes. Uh, and how many and hours my, have you been up? How many hours do you even know? A lot. <laughs> so I've got a lot about of two hours. hours on the plane, I think. Um, my my Valerian, not Valium. Okay. My Valerian <laughs> is uh, starting to take its effects here because I need a few hours sleep before my, my day gets going in the morning about seven a.m. So closing words, yeah. guys. As my granddad used to say, we better go home so these people can go to bed. Uh, <laughs> you know. I'm going to turn the lights out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just um, go. Closing words. Um, yeah, I started the program saying, uh, you know, let us let us share in a little bit of righteous jealousy for, for Mike. Um, I think I want to end with that because I, I am... Um, I, I am envious of where you are, uh, Mike, because you are closer to the the people and to the heart of God and the land uh, in where you are. Um, it is my hope I've not been yet. It is my hope to someday be able to join you in that place uh, and uh, experience uh, having that piece of my heart get left there as well. Mm -hmm. um, so that then I can also fall in love with another aspect of the father. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And for you being next to me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I have gone to Israel once. I do know what, when, when Mike's talking about in Yehuda street being desolate or seeing the video footage of it, just nothing there, just about, it hurts. Because the only time that happens is when war is going on or something bad's going on when they're yeah. closed borders. And I am so thankful that God provided a way for you to get there because whenever it's a trip like this, it makes you go, I'm to share in Ryan's, I cannot wait to go back on your trip on how you do it. Because again, it's a more of a, I love how you name it, connect to Israel, not just the, the typical sites again if you could just go to a sightseeing thing then just do it i don't care because yeah, i've heard too many stories about people seeing the god move and mm. it's even better when you just go there and go well god i'm here what's up that's even okay. better i love that tell people don't go in with any expectations just be an open cup of water be ready to be filled because yeah. he will fill it uh yeah. i am but i will echo what ryan says i am i want to say though that i'm excited for the whatever God's going to show you and whatever that might mean for when you can do connect to Israel tour again, when that does happen again, because it will, because Israel will win. That is I'm already a fact. Yeah. Israel's Israel will win. They will defeat this enemy and it will be yeah. back open completely in full. And in those, the yeah. Nat Ben Yehud street will be packed full because a lot of people, for whatever reason, because God's told us it's a, it's the heart of God yeah. and it will draw people. And, I can't help but tell y'all like when it, we talk about this topic and we get pretty excited about this because we really want you to share in this. We really want you to know that. And I'm really excited for us to talk about the passion because yeah. a lot of times we, we don't see that. And a lot of it's just a little bit of encouragement. I'll, I'll at least give you that little hint. Just, sometimes yeah. just a little bit of encouragement will just take you so So I'm excited to see what, what God's going to do for you in Israel. I can't wait yeah. to hear about it afterwards. I, I cannot yeah. wait. Well, uh, tomorrow I'll be, Bezvat uh, Hashem, God willing, tomorrow I will be heading to the old city. I'll be going to the mm -hmm. Western Wall. And um, for for you two gentlemen, your names will be called out personally at that wall. Um, you and your families. Um, I, uh, I'm probably, uh, probably Thursday morning, I'm heading up to the Harabite, the Temple Mount. And uh, then I've got some very special things coming up. Uh, follow me. People can follow me on Facebook. Yes. Uh, they can follow me through uh, in the evenings when I post everything on YouTube, on Vimeo. And uh, share that. Share that with people. Um, 
you know, and, and uh, for those that uh, to give a, a unashamed plug uh, from like, like Brad used to say, I had to do a lot. Of, I did a lot of upgrades before I got here. Uh, we put a lot of, a lot of funds into this to do some upgrades before I left. And um, it's this expensive trip. We could use people's help in that. Um, but my, my desire is to put out a quality project um, and, 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 and quality work while I'm here. Uh, I was able to upgrade uh, some, some equipment Sorry, the speakers, you know, kind of an, uh, I'm, I'm not a gradable, but, uh, you know, you get what you get. So, well, just to, uh, just to, you know, give you the, the last second here, uh, last couple of seconds, I'll, I'll mess, I'll mess with you. All right. Here's my oh, room. No. We're heading over, heading over, heading over. And, oh, uh, no. my window. All right. I'm going to open my window. You probably can't see a whole lot. It's actually, Oops, so, I'm surprised oh, with how wow. much I can't see. That's there. that's great. Okay, David, you see where it says "Golfing Kids"? Uh huh. Okay, that's the top of Ben Yehuda. Man, yeah, it, it's amazing how there's just no traffic. Oh, I mean, it is two in the morning. Well, it's, too. It's, it's two o'clock <laughs> in the morning. Right? <laughs> it's two in the morning. Uh, yeah. It's two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. But still, so this is King. This is King George Street. Uh, you see the bus coming there in the distance. And um, I'm looking out toward the med. Uh, you see a lot of cloud cover, clouds mm -hmm. coming in. It's I got here during the rainy season, uh, mm -hmm. which was really great yesterday, walking around in that. And I'm not complaining at all, but mm -hmm. uh, we're going to have some winds up around 30 miles an hour in the next couple of days. But uh, so, guys, find your passion because in your passion, your convictions, you're going to find that. He has a purpose for you, uh, for good and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. From Jerusalem, shalom, blessings and favor upon each of you, and Bezvat uh, Hashem. We will uh, we'll be seeing more of this beautiful land in the coming days. You alone hear my every prayer. You're the God who's always